Sponsor Life with Brent and Jeff. We have a big show for you tonight. It's a very, very big show. It's part three of our Beatitude series. Welcome to the Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff. Brent is here. I, so, Jeff, am here. And we've got another great topic. You know, this is part three in our Beatitude series here on the Altar Life. I'm Brent. Jeff's across the table as we already introduced ourselves at the top of the show. Glad you're with us. And we just want to encourage you to keep it locked right here for the next about two hours. And um, we're excited to spend the time with you. And uh, I just wanted to start the show off by saying how awesome Jesus is. Um, just give him some props tonight because he's the one who spoke all the words we're going to be talking about this evening. And um, he's the one who has given us so many amazing promises in the Word of God. And uh, I just wanted to give him some props right off the bat to say thanks for the Word of God because without it, we would be lost, wouldn't we, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, how would you know how to live? I would, I'd be walking blind tripping over everything yeah i still do that but at least i have the light that can shine on my feet you know and it says that actually in psalms that the entrance of the word gives light and that's what we're here doing on the altar life thanks for tuning in hopefully this isn't your first time but if it is we welcome you and um you can catch up with our most recent episodes to catch up with the beatitude series on our website www.thealterlife.com so brent yes installment number Thrace. That's right. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And uh, what we've covered already in previous episodes is blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So we're we're at this blessed are the meek, and you know you're like I know you're all here there, and you're you're thinking to yourself, well I'm humble, like I'm the most humble guy I know, so yeah. this doesn't <laughs> apply to me. And um, that just proves that you need to stick around because <laughs> we all need to be more meek. We all need to take back seat to the Lord sometimes. And um, so that's what we're going to be digging into tonight. And what blows my mind, like with all these Beatitudes is Jesus is basically saying, happy are you who do the thing that the culture tells you not to do because there's ki- there's kingdom blessings in store for you. That was Starfield with great in all the earth. And guess what? The earth it's going to be ours. That's right. If we're meek. That's what the Bible says. It promises that you can put aside your inherited 401k or your inherited car <laughs> when someone passes away, when great aunt Ida dies and you get her Honda Accord. Um, this is an inheritance that is unreal. Maybe that needs to be a, an unbelievable. <laughs> Stay tuned. Hand-me-downs. <laughs> Sounds great. How have we not covered that before? I don't know. See, or it's, inheritances. It's, it's always fresh. Maybe downs or, um, it is. It's right off the cuff. It's good. It's, it's real. Good. That's that's what the Alta Life's all about. Music, truth, real, period. The greatest music in the world, the greatest truth in the world, the greatest real in the world. Period. World. <laughs> period. <laughs> hey, um, blessed are the meek, or meek maybe could also be thought of as humble. And um, I like, Jeff, you wrote down on our little agenda here for the night uh (laughs) deliberately humble it's like i don't have to be humble but i'm choosing to put myself in the background i'm choosing to be humble and i think we talk about meekness i think that's a key element um some people are just they torture themselves because they're like you know oh how lowly am i (laughs) and it's like this eeyore complex right it's um it's it's unfortunate and it's really just a lack of knowing who you are in Christ, really. But um, 
as you know who you are in Christ, you know how much you aren't by yourself and uh, how much you should be taking the back seat to uh, what Christ is doing in your life. I think that's where we've come from the last two episodes. You know, the poor in spirit where you have to basically acknowledge the fact that you have nothing and you're desperate for God. You have nothing to offer. Um, and then when you get to that point, there's a break, you know, you're, you're broken hearted. You're like, God, I'm so filthy. I'm so desperate and poor. Um, and then when you get to that point, you realize that you can accept it and you can say, okay, I'm lowly, but thankfully I'm not the one who brings anything to the relationship. God is. And when you maintain that and you walk in that, that is meekness. That's the continue. I think meekness is kind of like a continued sense or a living out of these emotional feelings, this this breaking heart over sin. If you walk in that and you're deliberate in that, then meekness is what is the result. And we look at meekness as being something that Jesus ascribes to himself as a characteristic. He didn't say, you know, follow me because I'm the savior of the world. He didn't say, Father, follow me because I'm really good at, at such and such. He said, come, bring your burdens to me. Learn how I am because I'm meek and lowly. That was what he wanted to le- us to learn from him. His way was to be meek, to be lowly. So if you're puffed up, this show is for you. <laughs> if you're puffed up physically, you know, go on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Right, that was The Way You Are by Exit East. And um, Jeff was, in that last segment, was just talking about how Jesus describes meekness as a characteristic of himself. And um, I just wanted to point out, you know, that meekness is a state of being. It's not an action like... You know, today, I think I'm just going to go out and do some meek stuff. It's like, no, it's it's something that is ascribed to you as a as um, something that you are. And um, I was also thinking about the fact that it is a fruit of the Spirit. You know, as you are filled with the Spirit, the Spirit manifests itself in you because Jesus is being manifested in you. Um, and one of those things is meekness. It's, it's being, um, you know, purposefully purposely putting yourself lower than, um, you know, taking that back seat. You know, you could be all powerful and you could do all these amazing things, but I'm going to choose to bow the knee to you, to someone else, to my Savior. And um, that is what we're talking about this evening. And Jesus says, blessed are you who possess that characteristic because you're going to be inheriting the earth. And that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. I mean, that submissive thing, everybody gets all up in arms submit to what I'm my own master yeah. you know tell me what to do <laughs> they're like submitting that's what women do I don't do that I'm a man and that's like you know that's the the mindset we automatically get like our cackles up or <laughs> that's not the correct phrase but we get into that vibe and um, you know we want to look at meekness for what it really is and uh, we we're talking about in the last segment how meekness is a characteristic it's not an action it's not like oh i i did meekness today (laughs) or i performed meek today (laughs) it's not like an action that you do it's basically the outflow of what's inside of you and you do things in a meek way if that makes any sense um and it's definitely something that you choose to do you know god was you know he was in christ in the flesh and he, you know, you know, with it, what does it say in the Bible that 
in whom dwelled all the fullness of the Godhead bodily or something like that. It's like this big, huge, awesome de- description of what Jesus was on the earth. And to have that ability, you know, like when they're like, when he was on the cross, they said, if you're really God, you know, come down off the cross. Or, you know, when Peter tried to defend Jesus from getting taken away to go be put on the cross, he said, don't you know if I wanted to stop this, I could call 12 legions of angels to stop it? That kind of power. And then, like Brent said, willingly taking the back seat, willingly putting their will aside. And he even said it, you know, Father, if there's any way that this cup could pass for me, let it be so. But if, you know, not my will, but yours be done. And this is God saying that, You know, I'm going to take this lower position. I'm going to become in the flesh. I'm going to humble myself, being God, and to walk among men. And that's our example that we are to follow, is to be humbled and to follow in Christ's example, not to be puffed up with pride. Yeah. Colossians says, For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell. But if you think about what happened... He says he made peace through his blood on the cross. Like it pleased the Father to see Jesus be meek and lowly and to the point of death on a cross, as Jeff said, you know, he could have taken his finger like the like the old movie of the Monty Python, the Holy Ground started just blowing people up. And uh, like that guy blowed up rocks. But um, you know, that could have happened. And Jesus said, No, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna humble myself and and do what I need to do to love to love everyone that I'm dying for. And he did that in his meekness. And, uh, you know, we'd be talking about how Jesus is and his characteristics and how we are to be like him. And, you know, we're co-heirs with Christ. We're going to inherit the same riches. And Jesus died on the cross. He humbled himself so that he could receive the inheritance of us. And then, you know, what we get when we humble ourselves and receive the gift of forgiveness and the gift of heaven is we get to inherit the earth. Isn't that ridiculous? I mean, it sounds so epic and like Lord of the Rings like, you know, <laughs> like I'm going to inherit the earth. And I can't even fathom that, but it's going to be awesome. And what God asks us to do is to put our own agenda aside, to put our own uh, will aside. And it takes a choice. You know, everything with God is a free will thing. He doesn't mandate meekness in the sense that You know, "Eh, I have to be meek and I don't like it. It's a free will. Do you want to walk in meekness? Do you want to be blessed? And it's up to us to make the decision. That's where it comes. You know, that's the difference between being humbled by someone else and being, you know, all embarrassed and shamed and making the choice to give it all up for God. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right, our unbelievable segment. We referred to it earlier tonight, but um, we want to just lay it out because I think it's worth and unbelievable is inheritances or hand-me-downs. <laughs> Something you get from someone else. It was a dreaded thing when you were a kid. You mean, what, I don't get a new one? I got to yeah. have my brothers hand-me-down? <laughs> Did you have to deal with hand-me-downs? Um, yeah. I guess. Yeah, from other, you know, I didn't have an older brother, but I had, you know, friends who were older, like yeah. family friends who had their kids had stuff so i always got like other kids junk yeah i mean i got hand-me-downs so i was about like 13 and then i was <laughs> bigger true. than my brothers and they got hand-me-ups nice. <laughs> my brother my one brother specifically considerably less in stature width wise i guess we're about the same height but considerably skinnier he used to get my my uh, hand-me-ups 
which what I always I, thought was yeah, interesting. Cool. <laughs> but I, you know, I was thinking about inheritances too, and like, you know, what people like say, "I've been saving this to give you for this many years," and you know, I, you know, it's always nice to, oh, that's nice, you thought of me. Yeah. But then that's what yard sales are for. You know, they have this show, <laughs> uh, the the pawn shops show. You know, where like you go and you like pawn off your stuff and you get yeah. money and. Um, on TV I was watching that I was like these people bringing in their inheritances things they got inherited going man I need some money yeah <laughs> like dumping it off it's like oh. it wasn't that special no, like grandma like, gave it to me <laughs> yeah it's nice but you know I'd rather have the cash yeah <laughs> it's like when you get a bond when you're like four you're like oh great in 18 years it's gonna be not even double <laughs> could cool. it be like 25 bucks when in like 2015 that's awesome I could really use that 25 bucks right now I'll just take the 12 now <laughs> It's a different generation. It is. It which is, is where you get, think you of inheritances. We're young, but you know we'll be thinking about, what am I going to pass down? We'll be thinking about that. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit, my son, all his clothes are from other people. <laughs> they wear them for like five yeah. days. Kids to- like little kids is totally yeah. acceptable. I mean, I don't. It's great now that like, I used to, <laughs> I used to think it was amazing. My mom had like the same pair of shoes. And they like, I'm like, mom, like you never have to get new shoes because when I was growing up, you know, you outgrew your shoes. Right. And now I'm sitting here as an adult and I'm like, wow, every shoe that I have will fit me and will continue to fit me for the rest of my life if I maintain them. That's unbelievable. And how would one maintain a shoe? <laughs> Plastic wrap. If they wish to. <laughs> here are the five steps to maintaining must and buy preserving the shoes, footwear. Because <laughs> I'm definitely not like the Israelites in, in the wilderness. My <laughs> shoes definitely wear out. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, I wish my instep wasn't like, you know, I actually had a step there still. Yeah. But whatever. You know, I have a lot of things that I keep for sentimental value and I never wear them. And uh, my wife actually made a a blanket out of old t-shirts from missions, trips and retreats and stuff that I had gone on. Because you're like, "Ah, this is important. You know, this is a time in my life when I want to maintain this, you know, this time or this event that happened. So she made it. It was awesome. It's really good. Yeah, I think I'm a newspaper clipping from when we like, um, not when we won the World Series, like in Philadelphia, yeah. but like when we actually went to the and all he asked like back in '93 and went to the World Series. Wow. I have that little newspaper clipping. It's always good to have things and pass them down from generation. Yeah, it's like to fun generation. to read. Like, oh wow, remember that guy? Yeah. Who wants my shoes? That's right. The Alter Life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happened. The Alter Life. With Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. Thanks for keeping it here locked for hour number two of this wonderful Alter Life program that you're listening Woo! to. It's wonderful. The wonderful, whimsical, deliberately puffing up our radio show. <laughs> no, you got to be deliberately humble. <laughs> all right, our the show's sh- okay. That's yeah, right. <laughs> I hope you like it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but we are talking about um, Matthew five five this evening. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And we've been talking a lot about Jesus being our example of meekness, and um, of course, it is the spirit of. It's the spirit of the Lord that actually allows us to be meek because it is a quality of the spirit being in us and um, working through us. And, um, you know, we're so blessed because, you know, our time comes. It's a future reward of inheriting the earth. And, um, you know, for they shall inherit the earth is the second half is the blessing that comes along with being meek. And um, like all these Beatitudes, you know, it's contrary to the culture. Um, it's, it's against what you've been taught by the world. You know, it's usually, you know, blessed are those who get famous and, 
who uh, put their name out there, you know, who get the notoriety of the fame. And it's like, because you'll get a big house and you'll inherit earthly things, right? Is really the, the world's motto. Yeah. And Jesus is saying, well, blessed are those who, you know, purposefully, you know, submit themselves to one another and submit themselves to, in the sense of humbling themselves, um, thinking, thinking of yourself lower than other folks um, and realizing that all your uh, blessing comes from the Lord. And the reward is that we'll be among those who, as Jeff was saying, inherit the earth and inherit the the amazing spiritual blessing. You know, not only um, in the end times, you know, when Christ comes back and when we reign with Christ, not only that, but inherit the earth in the sense that, you know, Jesus is giving us all spiritual blessings today, you know, all kingdomly blessings today. And that's something that the Lord is just giving us in his grace. And it talks about that in Ephesians, about um, the many of the spiritual blessings that we have in Christ. And he's bestowing all that upon us. And those who are weak, are, it's not weak, yeah. meek, but we all are weak, yeah. um, are the, are inheriting those things even, even today. Yeah, I think um, we get warped in our mindset because what happens is we look at people that have things and we look at people that are set up on pedestals and we think that they're blessed because look how God's blessing them. You know what I mean? They must be doing things right because God's blessing them by putting them in this huge position or giving them all these things. When, you know, as we always say, the kingdom of God is counterintuitive. He's saying that the people that you would look at and probably say, ah, that guy's kind of lowly. You know, he's on the bottom rung. He's saying that's the person that's blessed. That's the person that's going to inherit the earth. That's the person that gets it, that gets what I did when I was walking in my sandals on the earth. He understood what the greater purpose was. The greater purpose was not my agenda, not my will, the Father's will and his alone. And no matter what I do, you know, that all gets put aside. And to to finally grasp that, then you can be filled, which is, you know, we'll get into that next week with our next topic, but to fill yourself with Christ means that we have to empty ourselves of our own pride. As Jeff was just talking that last segment, I was thinking about um, the folks in Haiti, you know, what's going on over there and, um, you know, watching some stuff on TV. And, you know, I just want to encourage everyone to just continue to pray for what's going on over there and for those folks as their earth, the earth part of their lives just crumbled, you know, and, um, but what's so touching is when you hear some of these stories of people over there who are so rich. I mean, you hear them like they're just full, they're in the midst of all that and their earth crashing. They feel like they're rich because they know Christ. And I've seen some interesting co- commentaries on TV, like 2020 and stuff. But I'm just, it's so obvious that, you know, you see people singing and you know they're singing Christian songs because it's just yeah. obvious. And the, the work that the Lord's doing there amidst the struggle is just so evident. And, um, man, they, they probably feel, even though this stuff happened and it's tragic and my earth in the earthly sense, you know, everything came to nothing. Um, they know their kingdom is in heaven. They know their kingdom isn't here. The earth that they want to inherit isn't just a bunch of stuff. It's man, it's the stuff that God wants to give them. And, um, you know, I've just been blessed by that personally. And just wanted to encourage everyone to, to just keep praying for the folks over there. But, um, it's a good graphical representation of what we're talking about. You know, we have nothing without him. And why should we go around boasting in ourselves um, and puffing ourselves up when really it's all about him anyway? When we surrender our own will and we surrender to God's will, that's what we basically say, what that song says. You know, I love the very first line of the song. It says, what is this grace? You know, grace I found the sacred ground. 
everything, you know, it just harkens back to Moses, you know, which is what the next song is about, um, Take Off My Shoes by Delirious. But when Moses, who was the meekest man that ever lived, it says in Numbers, <laughs> which is funny because he wrote it and to write it and say about yourself, I'm the meekest man that ever lived, or, you know, it must have been hard for him being a meek man to write that about himself. Like but sure God's God? like, <laughs> write it. <laughs> It'll be a testimony. You write it. And he's like, all right. He tried to write weak, and he, like, misspelled it. <laughs> like, oh, the W is upside down. And he was, he was like, an A. He was an A. Meat. <laughs> I am the meatest man. <laughs> but, um, you know, it must have been hard. He's like, cringing. I got to write this about myself. But, you know, when, when Moses encountered God, what happened? You know, he knew that he was in the presence of the Almighty. He took off his shoes because he was on holy ground. And that's, you know, we talked about poverty of spirit. We talked about mourning over sin. What's with you and shoes tonight? I don't know. That's oh, I did talk about <laughs> shoes earlier, didn't well, I? my shoes? That's, that's good. Good lead-in. <laughs> good lead-in for a song that's coming up in another minute and a half. Didn't mean um, to break your flow. That was fun. Right. <laughs> oh, man. My tongue is tied. Oh gosh, the tongue of my shoe. Well, so was so was <laughs> Moses when he saw uh, Jesus at the bony bush. You know, yeah, like the the uh, 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 your God, right? Yeah, I can't talk to those <laughs> those people. Uh, uh, Jesus anyway. was like, no, I picked you, and that's the point, right? Yeah. The point is like, it's about it's about what Jesus is doing in you, not what you're doing in and of yourself. And Moses is the classic example, and probably why it was written about him that he was the meekest because. He obviously didn't say he was worth anything. Like, he didn't want to go. He's like, I'm not even able. And she's like, no, I- I'm able through you. And um, and what did he inherit? He inherited an amazing role in the kingdom of yeah. God of leading, uh, leading, being a type of Jesus, actually, in the Old Testament, leading his people out of bondage. And that's that's it, man. That's what it's all about. So um, be, being a representation in the Old Testament of Jesus is a pretty... Uh, pretty impressive thing <laughs> yeah i mean for the meekest man in the world yeah to have that characteristic uh said about you and then for it to be fulfilled in christ pretty awesome shoes again it's just so funny with the shoes coming off all over the show tonight um you know it's always weird when you walk into someone's house and they're like um could you like take off your shoes and you're like i don't know if i'm we're at that level <laughs> i don't feel enough comfortable enough to like bear my socks that have been in my shoes all day and the risk of the smell wafting all over the room and oh jeez i don't know it's a little bit uncomfortable although my <laughs> house growing up was that way and i used to feel bad like hey uh could you like take off your shoes mr salesman it's like uh we don't want to get the house dirty even though we clean it every week anyway um but well, anyway, i get carpet if that's just a rant on personal it. rant <laughs> but um anyway take off your shoes get comfortable you know obviously in order to be humble, we need help from God. We can't do it in our, ourselves, which is what meekness is all about, is putting aside ourselves and what we think that we can accomplish and saying, God, I have all this stuff that you've allowed me to do. You give me the strength to do, but it's worthless without you. It needs to be empowered. You know, it's like if you have a, you know, a power mower and you don't plug it in, it's like a really nice mower, but your grass is still growing. You know what I mean? Like, we have all these great things that God has given us. He's been the one to give it to us, and we need to plug into Him so that we, He can be, He can use it. And in order for it to be used, it's got to be without us. You know, it's got to be God doing the work. Yep. And um, we just wanted to close out with a verse from Philippians, familiar to some, maybe not. Chapter two, verse five it says, "Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made Himself of no reputation." 
Becoming in the likeness of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. And because of that, God has highly exalted him and given him the name that is above every name. And you see the result of humbling yourself. God is going to lift you up. There's another verse in the Bible that says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, for he will lift you up. If you try to lift yourself up, you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to be shoeless on the side of the road. But if you're deliberately shoeless, then God can use you, just like Moses. Amen. (laughs) Well said. So take off your shoes, humble yourself, and um, cling to the promise that blessed are you who are meek, for if you are meek, you'll inherit the earth. And until next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. As we study the life of Jesus, it's very interesting that the only particular personal characteristic attribute that he takes and publishes of himself is that one. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly. You shall find rest for your souls. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the meek. For they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek. That being equal with God, he thought it not robbery to be equal with God, yet he took upon himself the form of a servant and made conformable to death, even the death of the cross, and made in the likeness of sinful flesh. There is a meekness to that in the sense that he operated under someone else's authority, as it were, under the Father, as he, as he yielded. And there is a yieldedness, I believe, to meekness. And there should be, rightfully, if we really mourn over our spiritual condition, because we see what spiritual poverty we are really in without Christ, the weight of that reality, of that poverty, and of that mourning should cause us to be then meeker individuals than we had been last year or the year before if we're growing in grace and the knowledge of Christ are the meek